Today's episode of Mike G in the Morning is brought to you by Elite Tactical Armory. EliteTacticalArmory.com and PACommercialArmory.com. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mike G, and I'm here to continue our coverage of the 2020 presidential election. This week, we're recording our program the evening of Thursday, November 5th, 2020. Keep an eye on election coverage real time. Because this is a rapidly developing situation, some of this information very well may be obsolete by the time it hits the airwaves. But nevertheless, here we are. I'm here with Billy Chris and Russ, the producer, and you're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters. And you can listen to our program every Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. So let's be heard. I'll tell you what, we did over 13 hours of broadcasting and live streaming election coverage on election day. Although it seems like it's becoming election month, doesn't it? (laughs) Thank you, everybody who listened. Everybody who listened, everybody who watched, everybody who participated. You know, beginning of the evening, things were looking good for President Trump. Looked like we were certain to see another four years. New York Times election needles, state by state, had him winning Florida, which he did. And they had him also with very high probability to win North Carolina and to win Georgia, almost a certainty. And then something happened. You know, we hit an absolute wall in North Carolina and in Georgia. We got no more results. I don't understand this, folks. I mean, you count millions of votes in the matter of a few hours. Literally. You know, we get upwards of 90% of these things counted, and all of a sudden we hit a standstill. And we can't get the remaining 4, 5, 6% counted. What did they do? They get to 94% and they tell everyone, go home? What, do they bring in one single solitary 97-year-old woman to count the rest by hand all by herself? Really, how long does it take? Hours to count millions and then days to count such a small percentage? You see stops in the action in Michigan and Wisconsin... Suitcases and wagons and wheeled coolers coming into Detroit in the middle of the night on camera. Windows in the counting rooms being sealed off with paper so nobody can see inside. All kinds of allegations in Philadelphia and nobody's allowed to observe what's going on. Then the left comes out and they say, you have no evidence of fraud. You got no evidence whatsoever. You're making these baseless claims. Well, no kidding. If you don't let us observe the process, how could you possibly have any evidence? You bring people into some room somewhere. You shoot them all dead and you come on out. You didn't see it. You got no evidence that I killed anybody, right? And then I'll tell you what the biggest tell of all is. 
You know, the media had this thing wrong. No two ways about it. Maybe it was on purpose. Maybe they're just that far out of touch with reality. But either way, they were projecting this big blue wave. And when it didn't come, they needed to fill the gap somehow. Now, I'm not saying this happened because, again, I don't have any evidence that it did. But if you want to crack a case, you've got to think like a criminal. You've got to think like the bad guy. You know, I'm always thinking, if I wanted to rob me, how would I do it? That way I can adequately protect myself, protect my family. And with this election business, they were expecting Democrats to win all over the place. The races for the House, the races for the Senate. Instead, it looks like Republicans will keep the Senate. And they'll actually gain seats in the House. So how does that happen? How does that happen and the presidential election goes the other way? Any ideas? Well, I'll tell you how it could happen. And of course, this is all hypothetically speaking. Suppose you concocted this scheme. This whole system for mail-in voting. And then you wanted to be able to make believe there are votes where there are no voters. You don't have to have the physical bodies if they're all by mail, do you? And then you say, well, you know, we're going to go ahead. We're going to count those at the end. But then when they see the results from the in-person voting, when they see the biggest turnout in history... In history, they realize, geez, we didn't forge enough ballots to actually win this thing. Even if we cheated, we need more. So they start filling out more. They fill out more as quickly as they possibly can. But they don't have a lot of time. So do they fill out the entire ballot? Think about it. Do they fill in all the votes? All the way down the ticket? Of course not. They don't have time. So they don't fill it out all the way. They fill in Biden and they move on to the next one. They got to hurry. They think everybody else is stupid. We see turnout dwarfing the turnout in Obama's election in Milwaukee on behalf of Biden. Really? You see similar numbers election year after election year over there. All in the same ballpark. And then out of nowhere, you get 20 or 30% more votes this time around. You gotta be kidding me. So kind of like O.J. Simpson's book, I think he called it If I Did It. I'm not saying this is what happened, but if someone were going to give it a shot, does this one make a little too much sense? For those of us just tuning in, 
You're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. I want to remind our listeners that today's episode of Mike G in the morning is brought to you by Elite Tactical Armory, your firearm storage solution in the Lehigh Valley. Elite Tactical Armory is a commercial armory where you can rent secure storage for your firearms. Whether it's because you're traveling out of town, or you're dealing with false accusations, you got legal problems, or you just run out of room for all your precious babies, Elite Tactical Armory is the storage solution for you. You can find more information about Elite Tactical Armory at EliteTacticalArmory.com or PACommercialArmory.com. That's EliteTacticalArmory.com or PACommercialArmory.com. Because it's important to support those who support freedom. And be sure and tell them Mike G sent you. With that, I want to bring the boys in. Philly, Chris, and Russ, just want to commend you guys on uh, sticking sticking around for the marathon 13-plus hours election night. I think we had a lot of fun. Is that the general consensus yeah. among us? We had some fun? Oh, yeah. Well, that depends fun. on what fun means. <laughs> what would you say, Russ? <laughs> I think Bill Clinton is Bill Clinton over there in the studio <laughs> with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm right here. Oh, it was fun. <laughs> the most fun you can have with your pants on. <laughs> I, I'm not pointing at anybody specifically. Not accusatory, not point. Oh man! Well, I want to thank everybody who who listened in. That was a lot of fun. People who participated. That was great to have them there. Hopefully, we can do more stuff like that. Wonder how long this election situation is going to continue. Uh, Probably about four more years. About four more <laughs> four years. Four more years. Four more years. Well, no matter what happens, they're just going to continue to push back anyway, right? They're still, even if Trump wins, they're still going to try and take him out of office. So, yeah, of course, of course, that's true. But do you think that they yeah. do that for that very reason, knowing, all right, well, you know, even if this guy wins, we're going to make it so miserable that. You might as well just give up at this point. Going to? They've they've tried to keep doing that. How how many years did we deal with the stupid Russia crap? Russia this, Russia that. Now Biden's laptop is the Russians. What 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 do the what do the Russians have to gain from from like Biden's laptop? What do they have to gain from Trump being president? It's, it's, that's Hillary's true. the one who Not gave them the Hillary. nuclear well, thing. They have a lot to gain if Biden ends up. Yeah. yeah. That that is an excellent point. Isn't it crazy how all this just disappears if Biden wins this election? Oh yeah, the, he, the he pandemic really will probably stop. The, the protesting will probably stop. You probably won't hear about Black Lives Matter at that point. Yeah, I mean, are they going to blame it on him? No, if they'll blame it on Matt. Go wrong. <laughs> it, it'll all go away. They'll blame Trump for to happen? it. Let's say there is police brutality in some. You know, Democrat city that's been riddled with crime for decades upon decades. Are they going to turn around and point the finger at Joe Biden at that point? Uh, probably not, because it's they're they're yeah, media is a bunch right. of hypocrites. <laughs> probably not. You know, not. legacy media. I, I I don't know. At at this at this point, you're looking at uh, the states that are outstanding. You're looking at the margins. It doesn't mm-hmm. look good. For President Trump based on these numbers now yep. 
a question that I have for people, and it kind of blows my mind that we're even saying this, but let's say there is some kind of hard evidence of corruption or cheating going on, right? Somebody's got something on video. They do have the evidence because they're saying, oh, you got all these baseless claims. Let's say somebody comes out and blows the whistle on on corruption, blows the whistle on fraud. <laughs> they're dead. At that point, do you th- but do you think that the left would even care or would they just say, oh, no, 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 nothing to see here? I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they haven't denied. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, you'd be, that's absolutely true because I haven't denied it, Biden's laptop. It's it's so partisan at this point that there's no sense of right and wrong. It's just uh, for us or against us, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very we that's and they mentality to at this point. Yeah, you know, I really would like to take a look at that professor, the professor who has been correct all those years in a row, right? Oh, yeah, the one that made the prediction, Mike, yeah. I think it was Lichtman, right? Michael J. Fox, I to, right. From Back I, to the Future. Because it, it's <laughs> really uncanny how, with his different criteria, how you can, if, if that's really the, the driving force or these uh, different factors, you can totally manipulate that during a president's term. And if the Republicans <laughs> wanted to play dirty, if, if Biden gets in, <laughs> They want to make him a one-term president. They want to play dirty. All they've got to do is follow the Democrats' playbook, go through this list, and figure <laughs> out how to – no, seriously. And figure out how to yeah, manipulate no, this list, right? Create a scandal, uh, you know, put a dent in the economy, uh, all this other stuff. So, uh, More like a crater in the economy. Well, hopefully oh. uh, Trump's going to still win based on what we've seen already with some of the – you know, nonsense with the, the voting. And I believe they sent federal agents out today. I, I saw reported to verify and validate some of the uh, voting. So, you know, hopefully with that and the way the Constitution is written, he'll still win. But if not, then, then yeah, I think you're right, Mike. They'll have to maybe hire some of the Democrats to, you know, to show them their playbook. Uh, all I can say is that uh, who, whoever does win this and it's up to God, ultimately, right? I'm not saying that you gotta you gotta give up anytime soon. You continue to fight if you see corruption, you see fraud, and fight for the right result. But uh, whatever happens, we gotta understand it's not in our hands, and in, in God's hands. And uh, if you believe in that, then it makes whole life a, a little bit better, doesn't it? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, don't have to worry as much. <laughs> So, I'm not worried at all. Why is what? that, Russ? Uh, well, I mean, Trump's not going to go down without a fight, and if he wins that fight, then he wins. And Biden doesn't know where he is half the time. So, what are the chances he's going to remember that he's president and actually do any executive orders? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, because according to him, he's running for senator against George. What's his face? (laughs) Yeah, but Harris is who you got to look out for. People forget that she said that if there's no action by Congress regarding gun control within her first hundred days, she will do it by executive order. She'll just bypass the legislature and go ahead and do what she wants to do by way of executive order. So if Uncle Creepy is really in bad health. Uh, and he's not going to be able to uh, hold the office and, and do the job, 
and guess who takes over, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. And they'll use that Communist uh, Harris. The 12th, uh, 12th Amendment, right, Mike? They can use that to, you know, a few 20th. days after the elections. 25th Amendment? They use that to, 25th. Yeah, the 25th. Yeah, he's a, he's a me, puppet. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Biden's oh. become the puppet. Uh, do you think that they were priming the, the public for the 25th Amendment by bringing it up and with respect to Trump to see how people would react? I think so. I think no, there I think was, that's exactly what they were I think as far as Trump goes, they wanted to do just about anything to get him out of office. And that was like a potential path that they were going to be able to take. So or at least in their in their eyes. So I think it was it was maybe a little column A, low column B sort of situation, because you know, they were just looking to take him out of office any way they could. Uh, they were they were claiming I think they were talking about all the Russia stuff like before he was president. Uh, what was it? The nominee that the, the yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever special. Na- I forget what the yeah. name is for that. I'm I'm just tired from the 13 hour live stream. President elect. <laughs> yeah. Pre- no, not president elect. The one before that, the the candidate one, the candidate elect, mm. I guess. Mm. Uh, when he ran against the 17 or whatever Republicans. Huh. And just in the primaries, yeah. But either either Primary way, elect whatever. Hey. <laughs> <sighs> it looks like the uh, the lead that the president has in Pennsylvania is currently diminishing. They've been on eighty nine and ninety percent for all day, mm-hmm. as far as I can see. I I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, are they supposed to be counting with us? I guess they put a halt to the counting for a period of time mm. because. Uh, the Republicans complained that Democrats weren't allowing observation and, and following the rules. I wonder if this count is going to stand or if if there's going to be something else that takes place. But, you know, Pennsylvania is the whole ballgame now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it depends on yeah. what your source is as far as what the numbers are, because some sources are speculation. I know when you Google the 2020 results or whatever, like we had on the live stream, the associated slow pokes, they haven't changed their thing for, I'd wager, probably 24 hours at least. Everything is at a standstill. They still have uh, Biden winning Michigan. When we looked at Michigan earlier, I think somebody sent me a screenshot of like Michigan's, I don't know, vote count website or whatever. And he was at like 50, it was like 50, 48 for Trump. And they still have Biden at like 52 or something. I I haven't checked the numbers recently, but, but I mean, as of like earlier today, that's, that's what it was. So have we seen anything when they, are they saying when they think they're going to have this? (laughs) They could have Pennsylvania wrapped up by tonight. They're saying. But, that, you know, we've gotten this over and over again with all these different places. I mean, if you're just watching Maricopa County in Arizona, I know they've called it for Biden, but there are a lot of people hanging on there. I spoke to representatives of the campaign on Wednesday, and they said they were, quote, very confident that Trump was going to win Arizona and Pennsylvania while hanging on to Georgia and North Carolina. Uh, you know, as the numbers are pouring in, it's looking less and less likely that that's going to happen. But yeah, let's talk about this controversy with counting ballots that are filled out incorrectly or, or coming in late, right? They want to count them for an extra three days and 
the postmark, if it's postmarked by the date of election, even if it arrives late or if there's no legible postmark or if there's a question, then it's got to be counted anyway. You know, the, the de- Democrats fight for these ballots to be counted and Republicans are saying, no, the rules should be the rules. Now, why is it that the Democrats need to rely on the rules not being followed in order to have their votes counted? They're saying, oh, well, you're suppressing people's votes by not allowing these non-compliant votes, right? These votes that they didn't get it in in time or they didn't fill it out the right way. Now, how is that? A, how is that just a Democrat thing? <laughs> yeah. I think they're just so used to making their own rules. So, you know, their rule is to make up new rules when they need different rules. And they just... Just the rules are there are no rules. <laughs> right, 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 right. The rules change when you need them to, I guess, you know. But also, how insulting is that to you? If you were a Democrat, how insulted would you be? Right, think about it. You're a Democrat and the party's talking point becomes, you know, we, we can't have these rules in place. They're not fair because... Our voters are far too stupid and irresponsible to possibly <laughs> to possibly fill out a ballot correctly and submit it on time. That's just way right. too much to ask out of our voters. Yeah. <laughs> and because they're so stupid, you're discriminating against them. How, how, would you not be insulted if that became the talking point? <laughs> yeah, well, you would think they would be, but I guess they don't worry about that anymore. And they just kind of do whatever they feel is necessary to get what they want. You know, it's not even winning anymore. It's, it's, you know, there's so much deception and cheating and trickery going on. And, uh, you know, brings the whole political process to a grind, which we've seen in the last four years. I mean, look how much they tried to stifle Trump. It's amazing how much the man's been able to accomplish for, for our great country uh, with all the resistance that they've put up. And here we go again with the election. And I don't have much faith in what's going on right now. I would imagine you guys feel the same way, but I don't want to speak on your behalf. But right, I mean, it's crazy. Look what's look what's happening. I want to bring up some hate mail that I got earlier today. <laughs> oh, excellent! Oh, this yeah. should be good. <laughs> I'm sure it's very well educated and spelled out. With no grammar issues. <laughs> and the, the Trump campaign, here it is. Uh, the, the Trump campaign is focused on limiting the number of votes as much as possible, whether it be undermining mail-in ballots or these access lawsuits so they can look at the stamps, because more votes equals Trump losing. Simple math. And, and it says... I'm going on here, trying to not read any curse words and trying to make sense of what <laughs> what this says. <laughs> yeah. We know that Probably only that the most fine. educated people use curse yeah. words, especially yeah. the same 13 ones of them. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of Trump and his cronies and uh, these born-again wacko Trump base is what it goes on to say. What does he mean by get rid of them? Uh, so you want to do away with us? Take our A lawsuit without provable facts showing a statutory or constitutional violation is just a tweak with a filing fee. I think that was a quote that they included in there. Um, and yeah, that's that's the gist of it. 
that I want to read on the air. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's that's what that's what people are saying on the other side right now, Mm -hmm. right? Pretty much. It's oh here here's here's this other part I wanted to read. Isn't it strange? That the all lives matter crowd is very upset that all votes matter. <laughs> <laughs> and so they finish it off. That's the part I was Pretty looking sure that's for. Different, but all right. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit different, it's right? It's not just exactly a, apples just to apples. Bit. Yeah. I'll think about it in other contexts. And, you know, Liberty Lee can't be with us today, but sent me over a message earlier today saying that in any other context, uh, having deadlines and things of that nature. It's not even questioned. It's not contested. Right? Talking about things like filing your taxes and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, right. The day is the day, and that's it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they get all over you for that, that, don't they? Yeah, you can even get fined. So. Yeah. Maybe, you maybe get, they could find some of these late You can get kicked in the financial panhandle if you don't right. file them. What about uh, well, uh, these Project Veritas videos? You, either of you see any of that stuff? All this uh, yeah, fraud going on with the post office? Postal worker who yeah. said they were... Fraud uh, at the post the, office? The no way! <laughs> Get out of town! Yeah, right. Get out of town! <laughs> Inconceivable! There's no such thing as fraud, guys. What are you doing with these no. conspiracy theories? Just shut up. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Fraud is so a made uh, something uh, being reported. What's that, Mike? Would any, will anything be done about that, or will there just be nothing to see here? Fraud is a made-up word. Well, I saw he, <laughs> he called the guy. He actually called the supervisor that was mentioned by the worker and got him on the phone. And <laughs> he hung up he right away. Him about it. He hung up, yeah. So. Hung up right and, away. Know, yeah, but, you know, I guess how can they prove it? You know, they'll probably have uh, very little... You know, hard evidence, I guess. But, uh, I mean, but my my question is, shouldn't that be a matter of public concern? I mean, shouldn't people on all sides say, okay, if that really happened, that's not good because next time it could be us. We shouldn't allow this to happen. Let's take a look right, into this. Right. Right. Is there any is there any such thing as right and wrong anymore? I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> not so. according well, to the Democrats. They don't believe in right and wrong. But seriously, it's because everything's so partisan that I don't think there's any such thing as right and wrong. There's no ability to say, uh, I understand that I've supported these people, but you know what? This is wrong, and we need to make sure that this in particular doesn't happen. Not saying, you know, even somebody on the other side could say, listen, I still believe in these principles. This is still... Uh, representative of my values, but this particular behavior is not acceptable. I'm not going to accept it from my own party, and we need to do something about this. That doesn't exist anymore, does it? It doesn't seem to. No, it just will it ever exist again? Will it ever exist again? Or are we just beyond that as a country? You know, I think when you look back through history, there's there's certain ebbs and flows where you know, the, the morality and uh, other factors, uh, the norms and things of that nature have, have kind of, so hopefully it will come back. I mean, it kind of has to, otherwise we're going to crumble from within, which is already what's happening. And, you know, we're, we're sort of already having you know, some sort of civil war just to 
unconventional one in a way. And just imagine if Biden were to get in and Harris got in and then she does some executive order. I mean, how many people do you think, Mike, in all of your years of experience going out and meeting people in the community, how many people are going to turn their guns into the Harris? Man, I mean, that, there, are, there are some people who are going to follow it, but how many people are not? There will be a lot who do not. Um, let's talk right. about that in a minute. I want to talk about what four years with Biden will look like. For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. Well, let's really try to imagine uh, what four years with Joe Biden as the president of the United States, or possibly Harris, will look like for us. Well, what will Can we this country turn into? No, we have to. We we got no <laughs> choice. And frankly, people should have looked at it. People should have looked at it uh, longer ago. And I heard somebody mention something interesting. You're talking about how. Uh, Trump made a mistake by not encouraging people to vote by mail because he could have had an even bigger turnout if it wasn't just the people who actually showed up, if people actually utilized the mail. Uh, but then people yeah, have concerns, yeah. but people, people have concerns that their votes would end up in a ditch somewhere, right? If they did vote by mail. Right. Probably. Would votes That's go right. missing if they voted by mail? I'm sure or they have, is, yeah. Is it just a, a system that's set up? I mean, the... You say you're, you're sure they have. There really is an overwhelming discrepancy between votes that took place by mail versus in-person votes, right? Yeah. Did you see some of the stuff that was reported in Detroit by Fox? What's that? That, that you had like a 0% to Trump or something like that? Well, they, they reported that there were 4,788 duplicate registrations. Uh, 32,519 more registered voters than there are actually eligible voters and 2,503 dead people registered. And one of the voters was born in 1823. That I did hear. I mean, how is that not okay? How is that not okay that you have dead people? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, how old would they be? Uh, uh, You know, pretty old. Uh, Are we supposed to just say never mind or... What's going to happen here? Do you think Trump's going to take this to the courts to the degree that the court of public opinion doesn't allow this to continue? I really hope so, Mike. I mean, something needs to be done at this point. There's enough of this nonsense. I mean, we look like fools to the rest of the world, and, and our adversaries are laughing at us, and they're, I'm sure they're happy about it. So I was trying to trying to look at what we'd look like with Biden as a president in the next four years or even Harris, and we're not even getting there. We're still talking about what this fight over the presidency will potentially look like. And if there is, is there enough corruption that's been uncovered so far through this Project Veritas stuff with the mail and through the statistics that you have just cited and, you know, dead people voting? Is there enough of that at this point where uh, people could say we're not accepting this and, you know, try again. Are we at that point? I, I hope so. I hope enough people would push back and maybe we'd get some peaceful protests in support of Trump. Um, I think there were some people around the White House last night in Washington doing just that. But, um, yeah, people need to stand up. I mean, the government works for us. And, 
you know, it's, it's supposed to be of the people for the people. So the people need to wake up a little bit more and take action. I mean, I certainly feel that way myself. This funny thing has happened to me since this funny thing has happened to me this year, Chris, because you say when you say peaceful protests, for some reason, in my mind, I picture uh, bricks being thrown through businesses and people taking things out of businesses and the streets getting set on fire. Uh, That's what comes to my mind when (laughs) I hear the term peaceful protest. It's almost like I've been conditioned um, by the media where every time you're watching the news and they're talking about these peaceful protests and that's what's going on. So I associate all of this, all of this stuff with the term peaceful protest. And I, I don't think that's what right. you meant, right? I think you meant well, a, a real peaceful you know, protest. I, I, I do mean the real peaceful protest, but when I was saying it, it crossed my mind too, because when people hear that now, they naturally go to that other uh, dimension where people are out there. Riots and looting. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so it can be used either way. It's a, it's a, the, the whole year has just turned into such a, a surreal play. I mean, think about how much our entire country has changed in the past several months since sure. you know, February, March. Is the media going to continue to do that to us? Let's just little by little train our brains to think of something else. You know, is that a word or a term means something else that doesn't? I think there's a lot of that going on, you know, I mean, uh, I think unfortunately with the, the bigger networks, uh, you know, they're being told how to say things, what to say. And we've seen those clips. I'm sure our, you know, our listeners have seen them too, where they play, you know, the, the broadcasters uh, in different cities across the country and they're all saying exactly the same thing. Word fed for that. word, word right. for word verbatim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People need to look at that. Check that out. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of a big social experiment, a psychological experiment to some degree. And the people in positions of power and authority are, you know, manipulating the masses. You know, Um, I mean, I've talked to some of these people. As you know, I went down into Philly during the protesting when it, you know, converted over to the rioting. And I was there for it and actually spoke to some of these individuals and tried to not judge them in the moment and get their thoughts. And they really don't seem to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not up to speed on the reality of it. And I think, unfortunately, that's a huge problem across the entire country. You know, the left is telling us we have no idea what's going on and people on the right are saying they don't. But I think when you look at the hard facts and, the, the, you know, the actual truth, if you dig into it, um, I'm convinced we're on the right side of history. But, you know, we'll see who wins and then who writes history. Right. I want to read this tweet from Joe Biden. Uh, it's long past time we take action to end the scourge of gun violence in America. As president, I'll ban weapon, I'll ban assault weapons and high capacity magazines, implement universal background checks and enact other common sense reforms to end our gun violence epidemic. Do you believe him? Don't we have background checks? Yeah, he's talking about universal background checks, meaning in certain states, there's no law that you go through a background check for a private party transfer. Now, if you got residents of two different states, there always needs to be background check paperwork. If you've got if you're getting a transfer through a dealer or a federal firearms licensee, you've got to go through that background check, fill out right. the paperwork. So the exception well, isn't is it true. Good. I was going to say, isn't it true, Mike, that a, a true assault weapon, when you look at the actual definition, it's a fully automatic platform, right? 
So you know, the problem is, buying. yeah, this, yeah. I mean, if if you're gonna go by that definition, yeah. then we've not only the got the I National mentioned- Firearms Act, which is in place, but also the Hughes Amendment, which prohibits common peasants like you and I from owning <laughs> fully automatic weapons manufactured after May of 1986. So, <laughs> right, uh, you've already already got that in place. And and whenever I hear. <clears throat> People cite these polls saying, oh, well, most Americans think we should do this uh, with respect to assault weapons or, you know, we we polled Republicans and Republicans even said we should do this with assault weapons. First of all, would you pull, you know, what what Republicans did you poll? Mike Bloomberg and uh, (laughs) (laughs) where'd you find these people? First of all, I think that a lot of times the, the issue is the people have no understanding of firearms and right. you just say an assault weapon and they say oh yeah that sounds scary there's no def there's no true definition of an assault weapon i mean uh, mike if if we yeah, look and, at and and the the, the scary thing is know, uh, fellas uh chris um if go you google the word assault not assault weapon just assault on its own okay right uh the verb is make yeah. A physical contact on, uh, right. as in well, a person, a as in a person is guilty of assaulting a police officer or or whatnot. Right, uh, right. a person on another yeah, it person has a negative connotation. Right, right. Th- yeah. that's the verb. Yeah, as soon okay. as you hear the word the, assault, it's, it's the noun crime, is it's a physical attack when you're talking about an assault. So, right. Wouldn't every weapon ever be an assault? Be an assault weapon? You know, w- wouldn't a hammer? You're assaulting a, a nail with a hammer. That's an assault weapon, right? Do I need a background check for a hammer? Assault hammers, yeah. Yeah, we, we need we need. Uh, you know, I'm assaulting this this uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, or uh, I'm assaulting this bread with peanut butter and jelly. I'm making contact on it. You know, I, I right, wish right, I had peanut right. butter and jelly, but you know, I, I don't want to assault any bread. I don't want to hurt its feelings. But you know, well, any you know, any I, assault, an I, I don't like that they use the word assault weapons because that is very broad. That has a lot of implications on it. When yeah, looking at the raw words, that's a fully automatic platform. You know, when you look at it that way, I mean, you know, an AR-15 certainly is designed a certain way, but it's still semi-automatic. And you know what? They don't seem to get through their head too. And I know you you talk a lot about this, Mike, is the fact that. The criminals are not going to follow the law anyway. And it's not that hard to modify firearms to fully automatic. You take a few parts out, you put a couple new parts in, or, you know, there's there's ways to do that. So if a criminal really wanted to do that, they could. If somebody were interested in breaking the law and intent on breaking the law. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Which I'm not sure they're real concerned about anyway, right? Yeah, that's the the other thing with the universal background checks, though, right? Because it's... In theory, the concern is we don't want somebody who's prohibited being able to get their hands on a firearm. Well, if somebody who's prohibited is getting their hands on it, then that's an unlawful transfer in the first place, right? They're prohibited. That's what that means, is that they're breaking Mm -hmm. the law by going forward with that transfer. Are you telling me words mean things? How (laughs) dare you? How dare you? (laughs) Do you think that the person who's going to break the law in order to make that transfer based on the prohibition is not going to break the law 
by avoiding the background check. <laughs> I mean, right, right, it's just, right. It's just throwing more laws on top of laws and hoping, oh, well, they won't follow this law, but they certainly will follow this law. Because all criminals and, follow the law, right? That, that, yeah. That's, Every that's law. exactly what we're saying. That's exactly right. what we're saying. It makes no sense that they would not follow this. They would, they're not going to follow this one, but they'll follow this one. It's like the, the, the issues that you're seeing yeah. over in Chicago, and they're blaming that on the states surrounding them. You know, obviously, we talked about how transfers among the states have to go through an FFL with a background check anyhow. And if you're buying from a dealer, every time it has to go through um, a background check and filling out the paperwork. And if you're coming from across state lines, uh, number one you can't even buy a handgun in a state that's not your state of residence. They have to ship it back to your state of residence and you have to uh, get the transfer from an FFL over there. And <laughs> on top of that, if, what about all if, the if it's a long ones? gun, if, if it's a long gun that you're getting from a different state than your resident, they have to comply. The transfer's got to comply with uh, your state of residence. So there's, there's so many things in place. What's this Arizona situation looking like? Is is the is Biden's lead shrinking or is it going up? Does anybody got the numbers over there? Because Georgia's really shrinking. It's down to a lead of less than twenty five hundred in Georgia. They're saying ninety ninety nine percent are in Nevada. Biden's got a lead of over eleven thousand. North Carolina, Trump has a lead of uh, seventy six thousand. Pennsylvania, lead of forty two thousand, and he needs. If not Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, and Nevada, he would need Arizona in place of Nevada. Any one of those, you know, could be could be the end. So I will personally keep an eye eye my on. own hat if Biden wins by one vote. If it comes down to one vote by one that vote. he wins, <laughs> I will personally eat my MAGA hat. <laughs> and that thing's That's, been sitting in my trunk for a while. The, I'll have to disinfect the state it first. Or across the country, across Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania. That means that if Russ would have convinced one more person out at the Wawa, if he would have just shared the good news <laughs> with one more person, well, it'd have to be two more people. Only one, them. one more person would just make it a tie. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if if so, he wins by exactly one vote, if if Biden wins by exactly one vote. I'll eat my MAGA hat. All right. Well, I hear they're like tasty. A, like a, we got to make sure we videotape that one. That might yeah. get a few views, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't you do it anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you eat a bowl of mustard, you knucklehead? <laughs> right, right. You can have it with a bowl of mustard on the side, yeah. Wait, can I? am I allowed to put mustard on the MAGA hat? <laughs> I think that's all right. What do you think, Mike? I, I think it should be allowed. If they're allowed to win Absolutely. by one vote, I think I should get mustard. <laughs> Mega with mustard, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Make America mustard again. (laughs) That's a mama mama hat. (laughs) For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. So, Chris, I want to talk to you on the financial side a little bit because that's where uh, your expertise lends itself. Uh, Markets going gangbusters these last couple of days. What's going on? Yeah, well, I, I think that people still firmly believe that Trump's going to win, and I, I, I'm leaning that way. You know, I think that we're up against a legal battle here, but I think they see, you know, that that happening, and 
you know, him continuing with uh, the, the momentum and the progress that he's made. And it's been pretty um, spectacular. I mean, the most recent numbers that came out there above, you know, 30% growth and everything is, is quite, quite surprising with everything we've been dealing with, with the, the pandemic, you know, I mean, I still have some concerns that I've mentioned from the past shows about the quantitative easing and how much money is being printed. But, you know, if anybody can get us out of this mess, it, it's Trump. And, you know, um, I hope he does win because otherwise Biden's going to probably shut the country down. You know, he's already said he'll do that. Uh, the local numbers have been rising again in in, in uh, Pennsylvania. So I would imagine we might see some more restrictions uh, impacting us here soon. Uh, I just found out from a family member that the school district that her children are in where they're starting to go back to regular classes. They're going to pull back on that and send the kids home. So I think we're seeing that again uh, in the democratically controlled cities, which could affect the economy as well. And I think they're trying to drag it down. But, yeah, we need Trump to. But are they going to continue with this? Do they they want a bad economy as soon as Biden gets into office? Or are they going to try to do something about that? What can they do? You know, I hate to say it, but I think that they're so, uh, you know, they're so against uh, what Trump has done that they would uh, destroy, you know, a lot of what he's done with Biden increasing the taxes. Right. I mean, they've openly said in front of groups of people at these town halls that they're going to get rid of Trump's tax cut and then people applaud. So I'm just like, uh-uh. really, is this real? Like, <laughs> I want right. to pay more so money I, to know, the I, government. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> more of those $30,000 hammers. So I, I don't think that they care about the American people. I really don't, you know, call me a conspiracy theorist, but I think they've shown through their actions that they don't care and they have an agenda and it's not a good one. And I'm fearful that if they steal the election somehow that, you know, the future of our country is in uh, jeopardy and we may lose a constitutional Republic and that's pretty hard to get back. What about freedom of speech? Do you think freedom of speech is in jeopardy? I do too. I mean, absolutely. We're seeing his tweets um, being, uh, banned and and censored and you know the media and if platform. they take control of that and they really continue their stronghold on social media and everything they, could the republicans ever win another election you know i think unfortunately nowadays especially with the younger generation and i don't necessarily mean this in a negative way but you know the younger generations generally adopt the new technology but i don't think they understand how much is being manipulated you know it's not like it was when we were younger especially when i was younger a couple hundred years ago when you didn't have these phones and everything but yeah i think it's a powerful tool the psychology you know there's experts at these social media companies uh, facebook instagram uh, twitter that are highly controlling the messaging and they know everything about us i mean they have five thousand data points on us facebook so it's not that hard to manipulate the message and yeah, I, I think you, you raise a good point, Mike. The future could be in jeopardy. Um, you know, not to be negative, but that's just the reality of it. Yeah, will the, will we ever see America as we know it again? Is is America as we know it going to change dramatically and change forever? Because I think that's the concern of many people. That's the feeling that many people are getting as they're they're watching these results pour in. That uh, this is. What we've known as America, and we will not see it again. I mean, it felt like during the Obama administration, it was sort of going in the, that direction, and uh, Trump was the hope to pull the country out of it. And right. even being able to achieve what he has over the last four years, 
He really right, didn't get right. any favors from the Democrats, didn't get any favors from a lot of the Republicans, didn't get any favors from the media. So I, I think that, uh, you know, if this is it and we don't see right. a second term of President Trump, I think that there is a, a lot of uh, room to to finish the job that, you know, four years dealing with everything that he had to deal with just wasn't enough. Do you think that's a fair assessment? Yeah, I do. I do. And I think that, you know, he's been pretty effective at draining the swamp, even though it's not completely drained yet. And I think we're seeing that now. There's still a lot of people out there who are, you know, uh, deep down in the swamp and they're swamp creatures and um, a lot of things going on behind the scenes. And it's going to take more time for him to, to fix that. And I think that's why we're seeing such a battle from the Democrats, too, and all the the nonsense with the illegitimate voting and and the fraud and the corruption with them, you know, it's pretty clear. It seems to me at this point, hopefully the truth comes out, but based on what Giuliani's already shared off that laptop, I would imagine that, you know, Biden could be in trouble in the family if the truth comes out and they're prosecuted. Uh, but right now they're looking at that too. And I think they, it's like a death sentence. They're up against a death sentence. So they're going to do whatever they can to try to beat Trump right now. Doesn't it seem that way? But is it, is it really, because people have known about this for how long now, and nobody's done well, anything. Nobody seems to even blink at it. And I think, unfortunately, that's the corruption. You know, look at the FBI. They had the laptop since January, right? And how is it that they didn't pursue anything? They basically suppressed it. I mean, that's what Giuliani's saying, unless Giuliani's making it up and there's truly Russians behind it. But I don't believe that. I mean, do you? You don't believe that probably, right? I mean, that's what the left is saying. What's that? That, you know, that the, the laptop isn't really his and it's planted. Evidence. Did they really say that, though? I mean, did anybody really say the laptop was not his? I have not heard anybody from Biden campaign or anything say the laptop is not his and the emails were not his. All I've heard is it's a smear campaign. It's Russian disinformation. Not heard anything concrete like I've just said. Did you hear yeah, anybody I, literally say that that was not his laptop and those emails were not his emails and they were fabricated? I've heard people on the left say that. I had from the DNC call me a couple of days ago. I might have mentioned this to you a little bit off the air, um, you know, to try to get me to come out and vote for Biden. And we engaged in a conversation and and I asked her specifically about that. And she implied that that was her belief. And I also asked her if she had heard about Biden's business partner who came out and confirmed that the emails were real. And she said that she didn't know anything about that, even though she said she was. No, get out of yeah. here. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. And but see, they're watching CNN and CNN isn't CNN isn't uh, showing that information. I also had uh, an attorney friend of mine, and I've mentioned this on the air, who we were driving before the 2016 election, just having a conversation. I said, and he's a Democrat, older guy. And I was just like, you know, what do you think about them finding all these smashed devices with Hillary Clinton? And, you know, the, yeah. The, all the devices were smashed with hammers. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, what do you mean what am I talking about? <laughs> the, yeah, they like asked they her to turn over the devices it, right? and they were smashed with hammers. Yeah. He was like, really? He's like, get yeah. out of here. I didn't hear that. I was like, sure. How could you – this is not making it to people on the left at all, at all? Well, I think it, I think it goes back to the earlier point you know, you made in, when we were talking about these social media platforms is they suppress it, they hide it, 
you know, if they, they know who, wh- which way you're voting based on what you're looking at and all your messages, I mean, the messenger stuff, they see everything. So I think that they are uh, pinning, you know, the left against the right and feeding different sets of information to the different groups. So, and people are busy, right? I mean, I'm amazed how much you're able to keep up with everything with your several law offices and how often you're in court, you know, but a lot of people don't have the, the capacity to do that. And they'll just look quickly at the headlines, which are misleading anyway. So, you know, it takes, takes some work to get to the truth. For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. Now, we're going to have to pull up the tape at some point and figure out who was closest as far as when we're going to know the results of the election. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what did we each I already forgot. forgot what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't I honestly don't remember what I said either. So we got to pull the tape and uh and take a look at who was closest and and what the rules even were. I have a new take. What's that? Um I think no matter who wins, the American people are kind of the ones who lose. And I'll explain myself, okay? Don't don't get don't don't get upset. Please don't hit me. So Trump wins and these peaceful protesters continue to just set everything on fire. And that's destruction of property. It's destruction of businesses. The business owners, they suffer, which means the economy suffers. And that's terrible. There's still the matter of the pandemic. Everybody's still got to wear a mask. There's no vaccine yet. And, you know, then there's uh, everybody's up, you know, upset because Trump lost and they want to contest everything. Then there's if Biden wins, then we're super upset. There will be a mask mandate. And, you know, Kamala says that she's going to, you know, she gets essentially handed the uh the presidency then um and she had she didn't say it as bluntly as that but if she gets handed the presidency she's going to be you know banning assault weapons which could mean basically every weapon ever every object you know i you could you could assault somebody with with an old you know you know the the head the the phones with the curly cord and everything. You could bludgeon someone with that. That's assault. So you know, well, rotary phones. They should yeah. be on those. Yeah, they're having. <laughs> you know, you know, we we need rotary phone control, you guys. Uh, those those yeah. terrible rotary phones just bludgeoning everybody in sight. But um, you know, and and so it's. It's really not a good situation either way. But the good news is, you know. Uh, and, and there's also bad news that goes along with this because both Microsoft and Sony are idiots and Nintendo's kind of just doing their own thing in their own world. But, uh, you know, regardless of who wins, the new Xbox and PlayStation are out in November sometime. And the reason I bring that up is because everybody can just kind of ignore what's going on and not pay attention. And by the next election, they'll be blissfully ignorant and sucked into their video games. I, I'm one of those people. I love video <laughs> games. But, you know, you'll, you'll be blissfully sucked away today, into though. the video games. And I want, and, I want everybody you know. to think about a different perspective on... Was that too uh, bad? On, Negative? <laughs> no, no, no. But the... Well, you know the media has lied to us obviously with these polls and everything talking about how think about how far off they were and if you look at the results in some of the states 
you know, if you were in a room in California and you had 10 registered voters who told you they're going to participate in the next election, you know, it, in our brain, it almost seems like you're in California, so none of them could possibly support Trump, right? When you right. think about it, you know, if you got 33% of the vote, it's going to be three adults in that room from California who are going to vote for President Trump. And New York was even a lot closer than that, you know, 43 to 55. So you get, you know, at least four in 10 in that room in New York. And of course, the city is going to be a lot different than uh, the rest of the state. Uh, the rest of the state was mostly red other than the city. Staten Island. Right. Right? was red as well i believe yeah staten island was was red but even new jersey right about a 60 40 split so if you're in new jersey you know four in ten of them would be supporting the president now if you go to dc i think trump got five percent of the vote so if you're in dc <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you might not get a single <laughs> trump supporter in the room uh, right but, uh Clearly, with the amount of people who came out and vote, voted and the amount of people who voted in 2016, if you supported the president, don't let anybody tell you that uh, you were in the vast minority and that nobody thinks like you do and you're some dirty, evil person for thinking the way you do. <laughs> really, that's, right. I think that's what it comes down to. And only time will tell. Uh, I think everybody should pray and trust that you know, God doesn't make mistakes. So whatever way this shakes out, it's all part of the plan. And uh, we might have our work cut out for us to keep this republic <laughs> alive. Yeah, uh, That's right. all I've got to say. That's all the time we've got for this week. Stick around for We the People, the Constitution Matters. Pastor David Whitney, Professor Phil Duffy, I'll be joining as your legal analyst. We miss you, Ellie. Daddy loves you.